Megan, I'll tell you one thing. It is getting cold out. What, what was the average temperature this morning? This morning it was 30. I know. Like going out, putting gloves back on, jackets back on. You don't think about it. You know what I like about our new sponsor? What's that? They have a hot uh, hydration beverage that you can use to get your uh, salt and sodium and all that stuff without having to uh, drink a cold drink after your, after your workout. This is very true. This is very true. So our sponsor for this episode is Element. If you haven't heard of them, they're a zero sugar electrolyte drink mix. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of sodium, potassium, all the potassium magnesium, all the, th- all the stuff, all the electrolytes you need. I've been using it. You've been using it. What do you think? I love it. Um, and the new hot drink that we're talking about comes in three flavors. It's the chocolate medley, as they call it. So it's chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Okay. I know you. What's your favorite? Chocolate chai. I would go with chai as well. It's really nice because a lot of times in the winter, you forget to drink water because you don't feel as thirsty like you do in the summer. And so when you have a nice hot beverage, it's a perfect reminder to get your electrolytes and fluid in without uh, much effort. So the exciting thing for our listeners is that you can get a free element sample pack with any purchase if you use our link. And our link is drinkelement.com slash the drop. Yeah. So go out and get yourself some element and uh, we're going to continue drinking it. All right. Talk to you soon. Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And you're listening to The Drop, our weekly podcast on Believe in the Run. Mm-hmm. About stuff. About running. Like... So, so much running. About the Rainforest Cafe, birds. Oh, dude, the Rainforest Cafe. I never imagined the response that that would get. That dude, was pretty people polarizing. People into the Rainforest. Yeah. So I thought it was maybe a little classier than I thought. Turns out they're in no. a lot of malls. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's the one I went to was in Towson Mall. Oh. Well, it's Towson a- Mall is nice, though. Uh, I think a lot of the malls what? with... what. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe compared maybe to rural to be, PA. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of what it was 15 years ago. Okay. Um, but the I think a lot of malls with Mills in the last name. Mm. Like Anne Arundel? Or, or last name. Um, I don't think they're humans. They, do malls have birth certificates? Uh, yeah, like Arundel Mills. What is What is that, by the way, that so many malls have Mills? That's the only one I know of. What's another one? I be- oh, there's a lot. I believe the Mills is in like uh, tying them all together. But why mills? Why not malls? Did they just switch one letter out and think that was cool? Maybe. No one would notice. I mean, <laughs> there's I, no there's no flour being ground at these places. Corn. Um. Anyways, but I did watch somebody. A few people sent me this YouTube video of a guy who went to every rainforest cafe in the country. Uh, yeah, I noticed it showed up on our YouTube. Oh, the, yeah. oh, the history. Yeah. Was watched, it good? I watched it last night. Was the video good? It was pretty good. Um. There's 18 of them. Throughout the U.S. And when currently, they were, or wait, when was this Canada. Filmed? When they were when they were in their peak, though, how many were there? Oh, probably five hundred. That's so crazy. That seems like a lot, though. Maybe probably thirty six, actually. Yeah. But yeah, he and a dude, he and his friend, another YouTuber, they did a road trip across the U.S. All eighteen in three in twenty one days. Wow, <laughs> which is insane. L.A. to New York and back. Kinda I mean, crazy. Yeah. I mean, he almost lost his mind. <laughs> Why would he lose his mind? 
Did he tell you what the best thing was? I mean, just traveling that much. You're driving about six to eight hours a day, to, and then only eating at least one of your meals is at Rainforest Cafe. And but were they like, what was he getting? Like, uh, did he tell you like, hey, this yeah, is if you're going there, this is the best. He would switch it up. Um, the one in Disney had like a steak on the menu. I think it was like thirty eight dollars though. That's how much you pay for a decent steak or at a nice yeah, but restaurant. At, you get a quesadilla at Disney is twenty five bucks. Yeah, he also well, it's like the outside of you know how there's that mall area. I think outside of Disney. Um, is that for the people who don't get inside? They yeah, can still buy Disney stuff. Yeah, it's like you <laughs> feel like you're still going there. Hey kids, um, this is Disney. <laughs> but he had a thunderstorm counter going on the whole time. Oh, nice. So one. It's time, every fifteen minutes, right? Twenty. 20 okay mm. but it sounded cool anyways so watch enough, that enough rainforest cafe talk yeah we're gonna lose a lot of people here yeah i mean we're are, are you sure about that <laughs> this dude also went to every margaritaville in the country i haven't oh. watched that one are yet. those still around i guess so mm. is he single uh he has a he had a girlfriend i don't know if he had. still does <laughs> prior to going on I was this gonna journey say, this guy sounds single yeah but Anyways, and I did look up the one in Orlando when we're there. It's 25 minutes from where we're staying, so it's a little little bit of a stretch. I don't know if that's going to happen. Do you think, the, um, well, the trials course goes past it? Does it really? It, no, I don't. No, because, no. well, I guess technically is it, it's is, an eight-mile loop. Is the course a loop? It's yeah. a loop, yeah. Oh, so it's a three-mile, I mean, three-times loop? It's like two and a half, I think, something okay. like that. Okay. Only doing we a, should probably figure it out. Only doing a 22 there. mile marathon this year. Yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you know who's gonna win. You know? <laughs> yeah. No way. The last Megan. The last yeah. four miles. Clearly, I'm joking. Um, yeah. Are we doing predictions on the marathon trials? Or we are that? not yet. No. Okay. We're gonna do that with Sidious Mag. Yeah. Okay. Friday. I need live. to start researching runners. <laughs> Pretend like you know what you're talking about. No, I did. I did look it up, and I knew a lot of them. <laughs> it's cool. It is cool on the marathon trials page, though. They list like everyone. Yeah. So if you if you had sorry, Meg, but if you had made it, you would have. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It is cool. It's nice. They got of them a bio, a pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice of them to do that. It is. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's yeah. That's only by the time this podcast comes out, we're only five. Days away, six days away. Yeah, and we'll be in Orlando From on Wednesday. Being, so yeah, yeah, man, that's wild. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Thomas is just nodding along. Yeah, I mean, no, no comments. Wild. I mean, I'm more, I'm more excited. Like, it'll be great, and uh, congrats to uh, the runners running the trials. But the real show is definitely going to be our shakeout run at Track Shack. So. Shack out, shack yeah, out the run. shack out, uh, and we're doing so many fun things with Hoka. I have to say, I saw their promo. I like the flight suits, but did they give you a reminiscent feeling about? Uh, I didn't even see this promo. All right, is it on Instagram? Yeah, that's the only place I get my news these days and my shopping on Hoka's Instagram. Yeah, oh. they're promoting the Fly Lab. Probably don't follow them. No, I'm just kidding. I do. The fly lab. Oh, flight suits. I see. Okay. Does that remind you of anything? I mean, we're into the flight suits slash coveralls. Yeah. For the last last three years or so we've been we've been flying around the running event. Are we getting are there gonna be astronauts at the event? Like Sally Ride, will she be there? Um, 
I think this is not so much astronauts. It's more like flying. So it would uh, be more like we maybe Tom Cruise would be there. Oh, Top yeah. Gun and uh, Iceman. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they resurrected, um, what was his name? Who's the one who hit the canopy? Uh, Goose. Goose, yeah. And Goose is back and Goose's kid is now part of the team. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's going to be very cool. That's cool. Okay, so and we'll put the events in the description if you're in Orlando at the trials or just in Orlando. We're going to be giving away gooders every time that we do something there. Are we? Yeah, gooders hooked us up. And uh, at the shakeout run, we'll be giving out, I think, I think we're going to do like 100 or 150 pairs to the first people that get to the sh- uh that arrive at the shack, okay. shack out. And then I think they're going to be giving some away at the watch party and they're going to be giving some away at the um, Friday event with Sidious. There's also a Strava segment challenge happening and it's a loop around the lake there. Okay. So we'll share those details, but that'll be fun. I think Coke is going to give some prizes to people who snake the crown. So it's like if you... I heard they might give away their new shoe that we're going to be promoting. Yeah, the new race shoe also... You'll have the first chance to put it on your feet at the Track Shack run. You would basically Thursday. be the first group of runners to test that shoe, right? Yeah. In the U.S. Yes, US. for sure. In the world or the U.S.? Well, it's the first time that the public will have a chance to try the shoe. Probably the world. So, yeah, in the world. But the obviously, they're probably seeding it to some media right. first. Right. But the first time the public will be able to yeah. try the shoe will be in Orlando at the Track Shack cool. Shack Out. With Believe in the Run. Nice. I keep imagining the watch party, like Amelia Bedelia showing up to it, and she just has a bunch of watches on, and she's like, why? I used to love those books. She's like confused uh-huh. about what's happening. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's a watch party. I get it. Yeah. Um, One the, of those guys that selling them out of the trench coat. <laughs> what happened is, to those guys? Did, you were in New York City in the 80s. Did, yeah. Did you ever see any of those people? No, you see the people selling stuff off rugs. Okay, but never the trench coat. <laughs> I never saw the trench coat. I feel like I wish I could could have seen that just once. Why was that even a stereotype? Well, I think because what it was was a stolen merchandise. Yeah. So he's kind of like, hey, take a look. I need it. You want something? We need but, to bring um, that back. Whatchamacallit, what you really need to do, though, is if you're coming down and you're going to come to one of these events, be prepared to get your photo taken because guess what? Justin Britton, mm-hmm. Justin Hall, and uh, Chase Fleming, Chase Fleming, and probably me, and then Carl will be doing video. So three top photographers, mm-hmm. and then I'll have a camera <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh, a videographer. You're gonna be in a believe in the run video, dude. Google might as well just hire you to do like a uh, city street maps. Yeah, you just take all of the photos and video <laughs> we take. Just you'll be able to outline the entire area. I mean, how cool is that though? Like Justin Britton, he's like one of the top running photographers. Going to be there mm-hmm. taking taking photos. Yeah, and I always get him confused with Zach Britton, who used to be a pitcher for the Orioles. Mm. Not the same person. Not the same. Yeah, I don't see that. But um, yeah. he because like one. Is going to be, I'd never met Zach. Oh, he's good. We actually have had uh, Justin on the podcast before. Um, But what's cool about that, if you think about it, normally he's he's like a photographer of the stars of running. Yeah. You get your picture by him, 
And now he's like, a photographer of the black holes of running. You're you're famous. <laughs> yeah. Like so I would I would put on your makeup. Mm. And I'm not just talking about the women. No. I'll yeah. put I'll put a little powder the nose. What's the cover cover up? Is that a thing? Yeah, but you should go with eyeliner. That's more emo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm into it. On the camera, on the photos, it'll look natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Let's yeah, let's go all out. I mean, it's a party. Might yeah. as well. I am really excited for the watch party. Like, it, we, so we're gonna go from my Super Bowl, which we kind of just talked about before we started airing this, which is Ravens playing Kansas City, which means Taylor Swift will be in our town. Dude. Then runner super bowl with the trials and a party with hoka and then the actual super bowl Boom. wow it's a triple weekend of super bowls we need to talk about are you done talking about the watch party because <laughs> yeah, i want to sure. i do want to get your opinion on taylor swift coming to baltimore i guess she's not doing anything Wait, right can, now so she how do we know that she's game. coming dude she's gonna i've googled it and they've said it's highly likely yeah it is. Somebody She doesn't go that. on her tour until like... Let, let me ask you a question. I, there's another singer that I just found out about that I think is even better than Taylor Swift. No one cares. Okay. Yeah. No one cares about Carl? <laughs> okay, that's fair. Have you heard Carl sing? I think I have, actually. I didn't know this. Carl posted to Instagram, and Megan like Megan was like watching it, and I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. What's that? And she goes, it's Carl. <laughs> and, Our videographer. Yeah, and now producer for the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, Carl Carl was on acoustic guitar singing some oh, that was okay. emo ish. Yeah, he's the, yeah. he's the emo guy. Yeah, that's cool. He'd sport eyeliner, I'm sure. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> Dude, it, it it sounded good. Yeah, it was good. So, Meg, okay, so excitement level one to ten. What are we talking like about? Like 12. twelve. I'm literally on a queue right now for tickets. Uh, what's it looking oh, like? Actually, here I'm in it now. Oh, oh buy us tickets. You're, how close are you? This is for the Ravens Chiefs game. Yeah. Uh, I can't concentrate. We can't do this now. Okay. Oh, really? If we need um, to pause. The yeah, podcast. just pause the podcast. I want to see if there's even any. My my feeling is, even if we don't get tickets, probably go to the tailgate. Yeah. And then find you know pickles or one of those bars and watch the game there because I think this is one of those games that will be more enjoyable. Yeah, to watch it with a crowd of people. Oh yeah, I mean it's going to be. Apparently, last week's game was the most watched NFL game ever on ESPN. On ESPN, oh. but still, they show a decent amount of NFL games. Like these options aren't any better than what I was looking at StubHub. So whatever, we can move. Oh, uh, like the price wise, yeah, because it's a secondary market. Well, this is so the Ravens just dropped their tickets. Yeah, but yeah, the secondary market where the season holders just. Sell them on StubHub or whatever. Okay. Are just as they're the same price. Really? So, yeah. Man, that's kind of crazy. How how much are they? Two three. Like if you want to be up at the top, three hundred, four hundred bucks. Yeah. If you want to be closer, five hundred bucks. Yeah. If you want to be club level, one to three thousand. Man, football is rough. Like baseball, I know it's more games and they're not as critical, but I'd rather pay one hundred fifty bucks for a ticket. Obviously. Than- Do you think that the Orioles though? I mean, they they were in the tank for so long. They're practically giving away tickets. Like I used to take the boys, and you could get all three of us in to the oh, stadium yeah. for. I mean, you know, twenty bucks. Way, the volume is there's way more games, so but yeah. playoffs are always expensive. Like because they sell out. Do they really? Oh yeah. Because I feel like you look at the you look at it on screen, and there's still empty seats. 
No, playoffs are always sold out, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, but it's very, it's pretty. I mean, I got tickets for seventy five dollars each. That's only because I knew a season ticket holder that hooked me up. But, anyways, all, all right. right. So, so we're we're now. Are we going to transition some? Because I was going to talk. Oh about no, it. go for it. We're in the. We just finished up the third week of grit, mm-hmm. and we're doing like. I feel like it's moving along really quick. It does make January go by really fast. Like I, I'm like, I can't believe like right now when we're recording this, it's the 23rd. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe this is where we're at already. Yeah. And the grit party is uh, tomorrow by the time this podcast comes out. So that should be a lot of fun. Weather's warming up last grit was gritty for the last week yeah, or so. I we, didn't love it. We had, <laughs> we had a couple snowstorms here in Baltimore um, and it was that weird, like sometimes you have a snowstorm and then it warms up and the snow goes away. Mm-hmm. But this was like the worst case scenario where it was like snowstorm and then in the 20s. Yeah. So the, it's it, it like kind of melts a little bit and then gets icy and then gets weird. Some like places are dry. Some places are not. So I did the Faster Bastards run on Saturday and that was at a 14 miler that day. And I was like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, I'm not going to do 14 because it was just like, it just sucked. It was like 17 degrees. The, but once you get out there. Yeah, but I just. It was actually windy this weekend, too. It was windy. The streets and everything was just kind of ice, kind of not. So and did you get 14 done? I did. There you go. I did. I did the ran to the run. So it's a mile away from the, my house. So I knew I'd get 12 in, and then I was like, and I, the first half really did feel horrible. I was just like, my legs felt heavy. You know when you're running through snow? Yeah. And especially when you have, like, trail shoes on, mm. it's like you're just kind of trudging. You're not really running. It feels like trail running. Yeah, except in some ways even worse because, yeah. like, muddy trail running. And then the second half, I started to feel good, ran with a Phil, one of the guys who runs the group, and – we were talking, having a good time. Then I was like, you know what? I can't leave this hanging. Like, cause it's on my training schedule that I'm doing with the guy from training peaks. So I was like, I just gotta just do the last two. And I was glad I did it. Yeah. I mean, once you're out there, the it's like, I felt like today, especially once you got warmed up a little bit after the first mile or so, it's actually really great running weather. Yeah. The, Pro- sure. The problem is that even now there's still like there's three different kinds of snow. There's like or ice. There's the thin, scary ice that, that you, you don't see. really see. Yeah. And then there's a crunchy hard like footsteps have been in it and it then froze back up and it's like clear, but like really choppy. Yeah. It's like craters. And then there's like the powdery packed down really dense, like, like again, craters but it's like the softer a little bit. Yeah, that you can actually step on and not yeah. fall. You're forgetting the one that I think is the worst. Go ahead. That's the slushy snow that's like kind of wet, but it's still kind of powdery. And when you're wearing trail shoes, it sticks into the bottom of your oh, shoes. Yeah. And then you start running on regular pavement and you almost eat it every time. I'm, gonna, ice yeah. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you guys. I didn't do trail shoes. Yeah. I, I stuck. I, I mean. Did you run m- trail shoes? Yeah. Okay. Most of last week I did on the treadmill anyway. But like when I. Did go out. I wore uh, the Solomon Spectre for the Solomon run that we did. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah, and then, so that one's smooth as like 
baby's bottom on, yeah. on the bottom. And then um, like today I was wearing, what did I wear today? The Deodora? Oh, no, I'm trying to get a uh, hundred miles on my uh, New Balance Rebel V2. Oh, wow. Okay. So that I can kind of give like an update on that one. Okay. And that one also smooth as a baby's bottom. Mm-hmm. But I found that I actually, when I was running over stuff, my favorite was the icy, crusty, cratery stuff because that I found was less slippery than the obviously the ice patches, but the flat ones. And then on that snow stuff, like I felt like your ankle had to kind of like keep yeah. flexing so much that it was hard to. You know what my favorite is? Not no snow. Yeah, <laughs> just the pavement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went on a hike on. Sunday and it was obviously the snow and it was cool because we found uh it's like in a marshy area so there's a small pond but it's not it's only like six inches of water but it's all frozen over man it's like the best when you find a frozen patch of water and nobody can drown in it yeah what did you do do the same things that you do on a normal stick hockey yeah I just like broke off a bunch of branches and you know there's like spiky little Things that fall from trees, like the balls. Like balls. Yeah. What? You know, the little balls. There's a whole tree of called. it right up when we run on the way home. They're the worst to step on when you're running because you feel like you're going to oh, break your When ankle. I was a yeah. kid, I used to pretend they were grenades. Yeah. <laughs> throw them at people. Probably throw them at your brother's face. Yeah. Um, but we just, I just was like, here, uh, here's some hockey sticks and these are the pucks. And that kept them entertained for like an hour. That's nice. That's like they cool. didn't want to leave. They kept trying to stay and sho- Like regular shoes? Yeah, or boots. Have you ever played broomball? Yes, yes. In college, we played a couple times. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun, but it's also dumb. It's super <laughs> yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's basically broomball. It's the same concept essentially. Yeah, you run but around, you can't stop. It's just crazy how you can literally invent any game, and kids will go with it <laughs> forever. I think that's the beauty of being a dad, though. Is like they don't know, so you come up with a game, and it might as well have been like yeah. Yeah, that's the game. Everybody's- I mean, I remember l- last year at the Cherry Blossom race, We I went out to eat with my family the night before, and there was a half an hour wait at this restaurant. And I was like, I just went outside and took a rock. And you know how you can draw like a white with a rock on the sidewalk? And just drew a line. And I was like, you have to get as close to that line as possible. And we did that for like 25 minutes. And they were like enthralled. <laughs> I like, like it. It was that's insane. Good. That's good. Anyways, um, maybe you should just come up with an encyclopedia of ridiculous games. They've got to have that. There's definitely uh, a book maybe. out there of ridiculous games there, you can convince your kids to do. If there's not, there should be. Yeah. That'd be a good book to write. Yeah. I mean, every parent will get that, and then people will give it at baby <laughs> showers and stuff, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden you're rich because people just buy it like <laughs> on like just basic. Like, write hey. that down so don't forget. <laughs> All right, first check-in. Hope you're doing well. It looks like you're doing great. You're breathing. Your shoulders are relaxed. You're uh, going through your strides pretty well, especially with all this ice and snow around. You're looking smooth. So keep that head up, keep the breathing good, and keep rolling. Um, Robbie's next venture. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, but yeah, so that was fun. Then we watched the Ravens game and... I can't. But we're Are you a Ravens fan yet? Have we converted you? I will say, since I've lived in Baltimore, it's hard not to. I'd say I'm just more ambivalent towards football at this point. It's like I don't really. 
and that's maybe sports in general but i'm just like i want baltimore to do well yeah it does yeah. it just lifts the city yeah so like when you walk by other people like for example you go by a runner right now and they're probably wearing a raven's beanie when yeah. they're running around and there's just a little nod like hey but that's I think what's even better is like non runners. Like everyone has something purple or a Ravens jersey in there. It's like that common bond. You don't have to be a runner. Yeah. Yeah. And people who aren't Ravens fans who are from other cities. <laughs> They're terrible. Same thing for you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean I get it. Like you're gonna you're gonna people have loyalties and they probably don't want to hear us talk about the Ravens all the time. But um it's more for me it's more about the uplifting of the city than yeah. team or anything like that. So like when we win, it's a lighter environment around the city. Everybody's a little happier. Oh, for sure. But do you think, uh, what if, so Megan, what if you're on your run uh-huh. and you run past your Harbor East, you run past four seasons uh-huh. or wherever, and you see Taylor Swift walking out the door, maybe probably has bodyguards, but going to get a coffee or something down the street. What, what do you do in that situation? If I'm being totally honest, I probably like stop and am paralyzed and like <laughs> don't know what to do. Like, cause you want to go say hi, but you don't want to be that person that goes and right. says hi. And you want to take the selfie, but you don't want to be that person that yeah. goes and takes the selfie. So I'd probably just be paralyzed standing there trying to figure out what to do <laughs> and but then do nothing. <laughs> if Megan was smart and she was running with me, I'd be like, yo, Taylor, this is Megan. Well, is that what you would do, Thomas? I would stop her. I'd be yeah. like, look, I, I know, I know everybody does this to you. I know this is annoying, but my wife would die for a photo with you. I feel like Megan would be like, <laughs> 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 what was that? that's you. That was a good. That was the best adversity I've ever seen. <laughs> is that, that what amazing. I sound like? Sorry, you Maggie. would oh, if you wow. saw Taylor. Could you see it, Robbie? Yeah. I- Uh, some i could see something like that see this is why i really wanted to get the club level seats at the ravens game on the guest side because Uh we know that she's going to be in one of those boxes there isn't there isn't a guest side is there yeah there is Uh, there's a guest side and a raven side yeah Mm. um but yeah that would be i don't know thomas when we saw shane gillis in austin you did a good job of being 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 respectful Uh, yeah i at this point, I know that there's people who come up to us right? when we go to do something. And I know that there's the way that I like to be approached. Yeah. And so I feel like that is a way that you can approach people. Yeah, Thomas loves when people just go, come up and give him huge hugs. Yeah. <laughs> kisses on, kisses on the cheeks. Especially if your pants are around your ankles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no, it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's nice – I'm sure Shane loves the fact that he's got fans. Yeah. I think if you're generally a good person, it's, yeah, you appreciate it. And you just walk up. Hi, I don't want to bother you. And I also think he's not, he's at that level where he's not as famous as Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like for instance, like if there's someone like Taylor Swift or whoever standing in that line, like you can never stand in that line. Yeah. For Starbucks. He was, he was standing in line for Starbucks. Taylor would have like 20 people around her. Well, she would never go get her own Starbucks. Let's be real. She's probably got, that's kind of sad though. I mean, I feel bad in a way. I, yeah. I do feel bad because in some ways you're just doing what you love to do. Obviously you're getting big doing it. And then at some point in your life, you just can't go out in public. That's uh, kind of sucks. I don't feel bad for her. You know why? Well, do you I, know what airline she's going to take to get to Baltimore? Whatever her 
plane is named. Yeah. Yeah. She like all the little, th- like Shane had to take a plane that other people could get on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> Taylor just is like, Hey, have my plane ready. I will pull up in the whatever automobile that gets her to the airport. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it makes you happy though. Right. Are you kidding? That would make mm, Robbie. If we're, when we're traveling, say we're going to Orlando, you know, we're going to Orlando. Yeah. Say that we didn't have to wait. We just drove up, got out of the car and got on our private plane. And when we got there, they're like, we got you Starbucks. You have several selections if you'd like. I don't know. You know how much I like talking to the people beside <laughs> me on the plane. <laughs> you know what? You, we would, Robbie would opt for Southwest while we take a private plane. Yeah. Or, or here's, here's what you we don't do get there. points on a private plane. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need them. Uh, they, but what we do is we just bring it. We'd find a random person. Like I go to the harbor and see somebody, you know, <laughs> sleeping under the bridge or something. And be like, hey, how would you like a trip to Orlando? Okay, today? now you frame it that way, now, man. And now I'd bring you a person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and be like, you're sitting next to that guy right there. Actually, that would be cool. If I had a private jet, I would just invite people and be like, dude, you just want to, like, you just want to come and hang out. And then you'd be like, you got to find your own way back. <laughs> I actually used to do that when you're in the band. I'd just be like, there'd be like bands bars, and I'd be like, uh, you just want to come on. <laughs> like the road for a couple of days. That happened so to me as a child. That's how people get murdered. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still here. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when yeah. I was a kid, uh, we were down in the islands and the British Navy came to the island we were on and they were like having a party and they were like doing a bonfire. Is this a reference to like a, a Charles Dickens novel or <laughs> no, something? This is the truth. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I actually still have the photo and stuff of the boat and like the day, like we got it, my dad got it framed. Um, but yeah, so I started like playing with those guys and you know, they were all probably 18, 19, whatever. Yeah. Seemed like 40 to you probably. Yeah. I was yeah. a little kid. I was like seven or so and hung out with them. They were like doing beans and uh, like hot dogs and a bean. Okay. And feeding us and stuff. <laughs> this is and crazy. they're like, do you, do you want to see the ship? Yeah. Cause they came over in one of those like square, thing like a troop ship or whatever mm-hmm. they're like do you want to see the ship i was like yeah i was like but maybe i should ask my dad you know because it kind of would be weird if it, yeah you know seven ten still I, I was between like seven or ten years old yeah hey <laughs> we'll take you to the yeah. ship um so my dad went with us we met the captain of the ship we went into his headquarters he gave me these little crackers that look like martians and stuff while he had in his cabin he had his own draft Oh, like nice. bars and poured my dad a beer, stuff like that. We got to take a tour of the ship, saw where the helicopters were, everything like that. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they took us back on the little troop carrier, dropped us off on the beach. Yeah. And that, and he gave us, he gave me, which is in the frame thing, like his sleeve patches and uh, some British Man, currency. Man, got the full experience. Now, yeah. just imagine if they did that and said, Here, yeah, come along for a day or something. Be a deckhand. Mopped swab the decks well i th- yeah i was i'm glad i brought my dad <laughs> dude you might have been enlisted for life yeah. if you weren't careful yeah that's cool though it was pretty cool but yeah see the, yeah, that's what i mean do a little go above and beyond give someone that i mean i feel like that's kind of what we did with the grit jackets people were losing their minds yeah. over those. they are but it, it was a the one thing is that people like okay so for the grit thing the original piece that you got yeah was over a hundred dollars or it was like uh, nine, yeah. 90 bucks or something like right. that, which was part of retail, the, the, the um, grit package. Yeah. So they were short 
on some of the shirts. So ASICs provided what they had, which was basically a $200 jacket. Mm-hmm. We, uh, so some people got that. What we called the golden ticket jacket. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, if you registered late, it wasn't like, oh, we have all these sizes and then we ran out. Yeah, there was a lot of speculation about how people got these jackets. It was pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, it was, <laughs> so, as we were packing yeah. a bag, it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't when you registered, it was when we were packing the bag. And if you ordered a men's small. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I oh, what were you going to say? So some people got them that way. I will tell you, if, if you think that it's, registration you'll wait too long next year (laughs) and you won't get anything i think maybe i I don't know if i'm not going to throw this out i'll throw it out there maybe if we could figure out a way that would be cool to do like random pieces each year like a small batch yeah that are like kind of like special it might be difficult to do but it'll be cool you know, I, I almost feel, do you not think that that would cause more problems than it would be worth? Like people complaining. Yeah, people are already kind of upset they didn't get uh, a lesser value item. Yeah, but haters going to hate. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I mean, we had one person like who got that. the jacket who was like, I just wanted that pullover. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, dude, I'll trade you. Yeah. I have a pullover. So anyways. I think you don't. I think we you opted out. Uh, I have, well, it might not be branded though. Uh, I have the one upstairs. Okay. It's like yeah, the, the sample. sample. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so I did want to talk about the, we had a poll last week about, uh, should Thomas have a segment? Should we have a segment called Thomas's Instagram buys? I did buy another thing this week. And the votes say, what do you think the votes say? Yes. Everyone's going to say yes. And not everyone. There was 11 people who said no. Okay. So 87% said yes. Those 11 people were looking out for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're trying to save you. Yeah. Get you into retirement. Um, the, and then we also had, I asked people what their favorite variation of an Oreo cookie was, which I probably should have made a poll for that, but I can't do two polls. And there was a lot of like, I mean, it was two people like the double stuff. There was a lot of double stuff. That's I was I surprised at how many double stuff there That's were. That's the best one. No. What's the best one? It's too much double stuff. I actually would probably go with a thin. I'm the thin. I'm a thin guy too. I I don't know. I've actually had those, like the thin cookie. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know if I've had I'll, those. I'll be okay. It, you but, can eat like ten of them, and it's you don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you though. In general, I think the Oreo, the brown part of an Oreo cookie, disgusting. <laughs> like the cookie part, the cream stuff, not that great. It's a really crappy cookie. Well, okay. Okay. I mean, I haven't had one. You didn't have to go there. The only way I like it—that's a crazy thing—is when it's mashed into ice cream, (laughs) like a flurry or whatever. Like cookies cookies and cream. cream. Oh, okay. But that's never real Oreos anyway. Well, if you get the Oreo brand, it is. But again, I guess it doesn't matter. I will say that's one of the things where if you can't get the cheap version, you have to get the real version. There's something. My dad was a Hydrox only. He liked Hydrox Uh, over Oreo. What is Hydrox? (laughs) Sunshine's version of the. Yeah, it sounds Oreo. like a... Oh, like a makeshift Oreo? No, it was actually out before the Oreo. It sounds like a Monsanto product, like genetically engineered Oreos. Wow, that branding's real bad. That looks like it should be Windex, like a like a cleaning solution, but it's a cookie yeah, brand. Yeah, that's Roundup in a cookie right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at that. Oh, yeah. It's like ye old Hydrox cookies. <laughs> so um, in the poll, like, so should I continue my shopping? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and then back to just real quick on the Oreos. One person did say, I have the, uh, they said, original soaked in milk to the precipice of falling apart. 
Careful to not get your fingers wet, creating a tiny bit of dry Oreo to add a crunch factor to that glorious goo. And I feel like that is a very poetic way to describe exactly how an Oreo should be. Yeah, because you know exactly what they're talking about. Glorious goo is up there for you? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I don't want anything that's glorious or glue goo in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably... You put it that way. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Uh, the I will say a chocolate covered Oreo is also up there. What about Tim yeah. Tams now that you've had those? Tim Tams. Okay, people. Yeah. Tim Tams rock. Tim I don't know awesome. what that is. I could eat a whole tray <laughs> of Tim Tams. Someone, one of a, uh, one of our fans uh, from Feel for the Soul sent us a box of Tim Tams. And we shared it with the office. And I think everyone in the office liked them. Dude, I mean, it's so, kind of hard not to like them. Someone in the office annihilated those things. Oh. And I don't know who it was. I, I think I, it was Carl. I was going to say, that sounds like it's Carl. totally Carl. I'm not judging, but... <laughs> they were gone? Yeah, in short order. Carl looks like a dude who could go through a box of Tim Tams. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, is that something you want to be proud about? I don't know. He just I can see him like a little squirrel over there. He's going to... He does edit this podcast, so... He will hear that. That's fine. And love it. Uh, Tim Tams. Yeah, those are good. So Canada does one thing, right? I I think I like their uh, poutine or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Potatoes? You can't get wrong with that. Do you guys know that there's like a specific way you're supposed to eat the Tim Tams? No. It's called the Tim Tam Slam. Oh, let me hear it. It's six steps. I don't really want to go through the whole thing, but you can It takes six steps to get it in your mouth? Yeah. Pretty much. Hmm. And then that seems like there's an article called for... Slamming Your Tim Tam. Okay. It doesn't sound like slamming if it takes six steps. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing after this podcast. Um, so slim Slam? Slim Slam? Tim Slamming Your Tim Tam. Tim Tam Slim Slam? The Tim Tam Slam. slam. Okay. Tim Tam Slam. Tim Tam Slam. Um, well, yeah, that sounds awesome. Well, is, that, is that a take on the Oreo dunk, though? I, I Probably. Yeah. Okay. You know what would be good? Tim Tam ice cream. Yeah, t- I mean, Tim Tam anything. But, uh, okay, so Thomas, uh, well. Do you want to know what he bought this week? I do want to know. I guess we should talk about, just since this is a running podcast, what's, <laughs> where, I don't think we, did we say on the last week what we're running in April? Did we say that? Oh, I haven't talked about it. Oh. That dun, we're running. Done. I mean, We've got... Did we talk about that? I don't remember. I don't think so. We got a half marathon coming up. Yeah. And then we've got a 10-miler, the Cherry Blossom. Uh-huh. What's a half marathon? We're doing the uh, Annapolis half. Oh, you are? Okay. It's a good warm-up for an April race because it's on hills. Can you just say what you guys are running? Yeah, so we're running the Boston Marathon. Jeez. Um, all of us. All of us. And Jarrett. Yeah, Jarrett, who's probably... Still sexually aroused by that. <laughs> what? Am I allowed to say that? I, I, I think we did talk about it a little bit because he kept calling during the podcast and I kept ignoring it. Yeah. yeah. And he was losing his mind. He's made an OnlyFans just for the Boston Marathon lead up. It's his train. I believe that. His train. He's so excited that he's sharing it with the rest of the world. I mean, he is, he's been planting the seed for two years now. Yeah. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> is that the right way to say it? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. He, uh, no, and I'm happy for him. I'm glad. But so you're running Boston, training for Boston. Mm-hmm. How's that going? Well, it's, as part of grid, I've been upping my mileage. So this is good base mileage. 
for January. So it's actually worked out really well for training. So I, you know, I work with uh, Andrew Caster, which congratulations, Mag, uh, Meg, you're back with uh, a <laughs> Caster, right? First week. And already doing doubles. <laughs> oh. Dang. Yeah. He's yeah. throwing me right back. Into I like it. It. It's very interesting to see the difference between <coughs> my training from Andrew Caster and Megan's training from Andrew Caster. Mine's like he gently is raising my mileage. Like if you look at my chart on yeah. Strava, my mileage the past few weeks just kind of nice, perfect, like, like trajectory up. You know, it's not like jagged. Okay, here's high mileage. Yeah, not like mine. They, yeah. Well, Megan's already got high mileage, but yeah, you're gonna be like, like boom. Yeah. But yeah, I actually when they say zero to sixty, I actually did that. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to sixty miles. Yeah, not per hour, but per week. Yeah, but still, nevertheless, I think it may have been over two weeks, but it was definitely a zero, like a zero week, I think, and then sixty, and then back to zero. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's cool. That makes it you realize a more challenging. We're only like what eighty days away from Boston. Yeah, mm, maybe ninety. I don't know. No, I, no, maybe eighty. It's. Yeah, it's eight. It's because it's the fifteenth or the seventeenth, right, of April. Right. So yeah, eighty-ish. I so mean, I'm I'm still doing the fifty k as my goal. So yeah, let's see what happens with the Boston. Well, stuff. you're kind of using the fifty k as your Boston training. Yeah, right. I mean, I wasn't. The goal was to run the fifty k, not to run Boston. But I figure it's three weeks after. I'll be fine to fin at least finish it. Yeah. Boston, right? For sure. Yeah. No doubt. How are you liking working with the Training Peaks coach? I do like it. I will say if there's a coach involved and I see it on the calendar, it's like there's no way I'm not doing that run. Where if it's by myself, I know I would have pushed off that long run to the next day or like uh, even the cross training stuff, I would definitely not do. So you do. need the accountability. Yeah. If somebody puts it on a thing and is like, you have to do this, I feel, if I ha if I feel like I'm going to let someone down, I will do it every time. Like, What's the cross training? Um, like, it's like the easiest stuff ever, but I'd still rather run 10 miles than do that. Same. Like, like single leg bridges, you know, um, resistance band stuff, like dead bug sit-ups, mm -hmm. things. So like, but I'm like, I'd rather, like, I put it off, like, last night I did it at, like, 10 o'clock at night, because uh -huh. I was like, I don't know, like, I just kept trying to figure a way to get out of it. I was like, oh, I'll just do it. Second check-in. You still feeling it? Sometimes we go out a little too fast, don't we? But today, we managed it just right. We're having fun. It's smooth sailing. You're enjoying the podcast of nonsense, and uh, let's keep that rolling. But... So, yeah, but it's good. I do like having a coach. Um, it's nice to just have somebody tell you what to do. And it's, it is very easy, I will say, with the training peak stuff. I know we talked about the stats and stuff being crazy last week. But, yeah, like I said, it's easy to just get the workout, put on your watch, yeah. upload it, done. Like, And then he just tell, looks at it and says what's going on or whatever. So I think it was he did think my fatigue level was a little high last week because I did – was kind of jumping back into it and then ended up doing, yeah, like five days in a row. It running. gives you a fatigue level? Yeah. You get fatigue level on yours. But is, is that, that all just heart rate related? No, on your chorus you have fatigue level. That's that little right. guy. Right, but that's all 
That's it's, all heart rate-related. I'm assuming. I don't know if there's no, another No, it definitely algorithm. is because when it, like this winter, a lot of times my heart rate just, it just doesn't get it. And I'm standing outside in the cold and I'm not willing to wait. So I just hit start. Oh, right. And, it, and so it shows like a zero heart uh-huh. rate for like my whole run. And so then when I get back, it's like, oh, fully recovered, which is just not accurate. See, that's so weird because that's never happened to me. Because you wait for it to find your heart rate? No, I've done it where I've just left. Or I'm a dead soul inside. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more that. Um, I've I've started and it just catches up eventually when the heart Sometimes rate Sometimes mine in. does. But also, like, uh, I started using again. I found my core. I lost my, like, arm chorus heart rate oh, thing. Yeah. I couldn't find it for the longest time. I've been looking all over the house. It was, like, getting to the point where it's really frustrating. Uh, I was checking every drawer, everything, like three or four times. Now it's my headphones. Yeah. They're just somewhere in my house. Do you feel, and this is going to sound like the, like to all the listeners, I apologize. Because this sounds like one of those, not first world problems, but yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Do you feel like we get so much apparel or gear or shoes or whatever to review that you, it's hard to keep track of everything. Yes. Okay. Because I there's some things where I'll wear or use, and then it's just I have like for instance gloves. There's so many pairs of gloves. For some reason, we got a ton this winter. I had like zero before that. Which I bought those Carhartt ones you recommended. Did you? Yeah. Did you get them yet? I got the tan ones, so they match. You yeah, know, like they that. arrived. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. Nice, right. I haven't tried them on the okay. run yet. Yeah, I mean it has to be pretty cold. Yeah, I'd say like ten degrees. Like today it was twenty something. Yeah, your hands are sweat. And I was off. fine with like a thin, yeah, thin glove. Like, yeah, I'm saving them for like those really cold days. Yeah, but it's also like if I wear them and then bring them home and throw them somewhere, instead of having to find them again, you can just find something. I else. can just find another pair of gloves, and I'm like, oh, where'd that pair of gloves go to? It's like buried in a backpack that I went. That wore one day. Well, the heart rate monitor. So originally, here's what I love about Chorus is they update things and do software updates. But when I first got it, I felt like the heart rate monitor was throwing off my watch. Like maybe that it was taking too much, draining too much from other places. Mm -hmm. Because like I would be running with someone and my miles would never be like, I'd be like a tenth of a mile behind everyone even though I'm running right next to him. Oh, right, yeah. And so I kind of was like, I think that these devices, because I had that and the shoe uh, pod, the pod two. Yeah. The pod two and the heart rate and stuff. I was like, this is doesn't seem to be helping mm-hmm. accuracy or the watch. So I kind of put it aside for a while, and then they kind of fixed things, I think. And so I, I've been seeing people talk about using it, and I do notice that uh, Caster wants to see like my heart rate yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll throw the strap back on. I just couldn't find it. I finally found it. Been using that along with the foot pod. The foot pod, I mean, the foot pod's worth buying ju- if you're going to be on a treadmill just for the treadmill, don't you think? Yeah. Oh. Well, why? Because it sinks to your coros. But also now the watch works just as well. You think so? Yeah. By itself? Yeah. Like that's all I've been using on the treadmill and it for gives real? me the splits. Yeah. See, I... I, it didn't used to, cause like it used to be off a lot, but my, um, so the pod, t- I use the pod too when I'm on the treadmill because it syncs up with your watch and then you actually get splits and data that you can send both to your okay. coach and to, uh, to Strava. Okay. Yeah. I, oh man. I'm supposed to do like a, 
threshold workout today. I forgot to bring a heart rate monitor, which he wanted me to do. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. Greg. <laughs> Does um, Greg listen to our podcast? Wait, so. you don't have a heart rate monitor on your watch? Yeah, but it's not as accurate. Yeah. See, I, here's the thing I don't understand. So I've got the little strap from Koros. Yeah. And it's just higher up on my arm. Right. And I guess it's dedicated to that's its only function. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it looks like the same sensor that's on the back of the right. watch. I'm like, is this really, you know, that much more accurate? I mean, technically, it's probably a couple seconds more accurate because of the blood being closer to your heart. So okay. if you think about your heart, you know, pumping a couple times, that blood being pumped down to your wrist, it's like taking well, a couple second more seconds. They originally showed it up people's upper arm. Yeah. And... I've been using it like, I mean, Ben Johnson uses it around his, right. um, you know, his forearm. And so I'm like, if it's good enough for Ben, he's a I mean, data nerd. Nevertheless, the chest strap is always the most accurate. They're saying that this is as accurate as a chest strap. There's no, it's not like, it's not close it's to your not, heart. It's not as, there's just, they say that, but it's not true. Like multiple tests have shown like there's, uh, okay, I think I, DC I, Remaker has done this comparison before, right. and it's just not. It's just not. I've got the chest strap too, but it the che- I hate wearing a chest strap. A chest strap is super annoying. No, don't get me wrong. I get it. Yeah. Like I'd rather probably wear the arm strap and have and it a slightly off than do the, the chest, chest strap. strap. The chest strap I feel like always messes with my posture when I'm running, and it always feels like it's falling down, no matter how tight <laughs> you get it. Also, I think it messes with my breathing. Like I'm like I feel like my chest can't expand. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Just give me an implantable device at this point. Put it right on my heart, like a sticker on there. I'm not (laughs) like a huge data person, but I will look at like over time and like I'm like that run didn't feel so bad, and I look at the heart rate and the heart rate's better. So it's just nice for me to kind of like, along with the other stuff that I'm doing. Pockets on these pants are terrible. What kind of pants are they? It's like my favorite pant aside from the pockets. What pant? It's the New York City Marathon pants from New Balance. You mean the sweatpants? Yeah, the yeah. You can't put you can't put a phone in those. You literally nothing. I was. I you know how many times I've sat in my car and dropped my phone it, on yeah. the cement? Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst pocket design I've ever seen in a pant. <laughs> it's actually a good pocket design. When you're standing, just not it for works. a phone <laughs> or not for any personal like hand, it's valuables. Good, it's good hand pockets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what did you what tell everyone what you bought on Instagram? Oh yeah, this week. Yeah. Well, I got tempted to buy something that I didn't buy, which, which? was a sleeping mask that had Bluetooth speakers Oh, I thought in that's it. what you got. <laughs> Dude, <what>? now, um, <laughs> it looked really good. Dude, that had to be for smarter imagers. No way. Uh, no, what I got this week was um, I ended up buying... Uh, or not smarter image, sharper image. Uh, All right, go ahead. Uh, Raven's sweatshirt and a t-shirt. sweatshirt, yeah. Which I was like, you bought this now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late. He's like, I mean, they're gonna go to the Super Bowl, and still, I was like, I agree, but there's now? still a spot on the bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, there is. Um, well, I'm not like I'm I wish kidding. I was. I'm not a jersey guy. I feel like, I'm not a big. I'm a baseball jersey more. I never was a football jersey guy. It's even tough for me to do the baseball jersey. Like I'm just not a jersey guy. Yeah. Like it. You're looks not a weird. jersey, Mike. It looks weird on me. I think it's like 
I put it on. I'm like, yes, go team. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel yeah. I think it's like, also because you're like not super like into sports. I think you have to be. Either, That's not true. I watch football every weekend with you. Yeah. I think you either have to look like an NFL player or look like the most out of shape person. <laughs> Dundalk. Yeah, That's, That's Dundalk Donnie. I, I think that's a problem. I look. Did you see that Rob Lowe picture? I'm wearing the NFL hat. No. And it's just like uh, Rob Lowe. Puts his support to team NFL. <laughs> but and he's just looking straight forward. I, oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. I think it's unfair <laughs> for you to say I'm not a sports That's fan. That's funny. Like you're not like hardcore like. Like Like I'm not painting my car purple. No. I'm not putting a flag outside my house. Yeah. You're not like. You don't have season tickets to the game. Like I'm talking about like hardcore. Like you're not going there and taking your shirt off and putting paint on your face. How, how many games have you been to this year? Zero. How many have I been to? I don't know. One. Yeah. <laughs> I'm winning. How many games did you stay till the end of? <laughs> uh, I stayed till the end. The, the end of regulation. Yeah. Um, it was good. No, that's funny. Yeah. I guess you just don't fill it out. You know, I don't fill it out, but you wear them and you look cute. Well, I'm wearing like a giant one. Yeah. Like it's clearly oversized. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so the wait the sleep mask with the Bluetooth did you, did so you actually didn't buy, buy that? What did you buy? I didn't buy no because you. I said should I get this and you're like no. I always say no. That don't ask. Mean you, yeah, just buy it. Yeah, this I was point. gonna say you always just anyway, get it anyway. Uh, maybe I will still get it. Wait, what's the point of the Bluetooth? Is, don't you have to? So you put the rainforest on. <laughs> okay, now I'm in. And you brought me back. Okay, think about this. So <laughs> yeah, I'm there. I Dude. I would love. I used to love falling asleep to like music or something like that. But Megan over here is very sensitive. Uh-huh. So she doesn't like it. She'd be like, what is that noise? Well, I'm a very light sleeper. What and is- he'll put on this like crazy ass noise and then he'll be snoring. And then I hear this crazy ass noise and the snoring. And I'm like, I'm going to lose my like, shit. Like cars crashing and stuff? Or like what's the crazy no, like noise? rain. Or oh. like waves crashing or like. Yeah, different from car Birds crash. Yeah. singing. Yeah. That's uh, rainforest. I go back to the rainforest. Uh, Do you notice though if it's on a loop? No, because I'm asleep. Oh, okay. I didn't it's know if just, you. St- it's just me who's actually having to listen to. I didn't this. know if you stick around long enough to hear the loop. I, I don't think that there are can, loops that can you, drive you insane. Go to Spotify. You can get twelve hour of rainforest or twelve right. hours of waves. I think some of them are looped. Though. I don't think they are. I think they ha- like they're pretty good lists. Um, and people got it down. Like I would do trains. Like you're on a train. And it'd be Ooh, like, yeah. You know that sounds like a good one, right? Yeah. And you go to sleep. So this one it has. It's a blackout mask with uh, cups over your eyes, so there's no pressure on your eyes. Uh-huh. You can sleep on the side of your head even, but it goes all the way around your head, and it has speakers over your ears, Bluetooth, so you yeah. can have, like, rainforest. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Which one are you looking at? This one was called Manta. Uh, I don't know. There's probably – this is one of those things. It's like a a massage gun where it's, like, a thousand Get like, ready Chinese now, knockoffs. Robbie, because these are going to be all on your Instagram Okay, now. look up Manta yeah. Manta Sleep Mask. Okay. Because that was the brand that almost got me. By the way, I'm like already annoyed with Team U, and I, I know it's not even like taken over yet. Team U? Yeah, it's, it's like, a shopping thing. It's a shopping thing. They're just losing money on everything to try to like dominate the market. Oh. And like everything's like $5. Things that are normally like $50. Yeah, but I haven't trusted it. I'm like, you can't be good. Yeah, me, it's I'm, definitely going to break within the first. Okay, so the team, the Manta Sleep Mask. Is thirty five dollars? That seems reasonable. No, the what? one I looked yeah. at was one hundred fourteen. Yeah, you might have been looking on. <laughs> Wait, really? Because this one is definitely thirty five dollars. 
They probably didn't have Bluetooth speakers. Oh, that's just the map. That's not the Bluetooth one. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. go Manta Bluetooth speaker. Dude, premium Bluetooth premium. Dude, if I'm gonna else. sleep, I'm sleeping in first class. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, um, think about yeah, 143. Wow. No, this okay. was like 114. But like, all right. They had like some ridiculous. Like, buy it now and you can sure. get it yeah. for 114. Anyway, you'd be think about like you're traveling. We go on planes a lot. We're gonna be going to Paris. I can put on my. Oh, I get it. My blackout mm-hmm. and have, you know, sounds playing that lull me into sleepness. So just so we're all on the same page, Instagram ads are the new QVC, right? Yeah. Literally. Okay. Definitely. All right. Cool. I mean, that's cool, cool. the only explanation for purchasing Jaws or size. Yeah. Which, have you been using the Jaws or size? I have. Okay. I think, give me three months. Hold on. Let me see here. Yeah. Right. Give me. He, he, he opened. He opened the box yesterday, and he goes, "Oh, oh wow! They really step it up in week two. <laughs> they did. There's a lot more resistance. Like, Get it? Please leave. You cannot be in the same room as me. When are we allowed to give you the nickname Jaws? Uh, three months. Okay. You gotta. I'm telling you, give me three months. See, because here's the thing. Like I thought, the push-ups would change my physique overnight yeah it's taken like a year for them to to like but have an effect okay but jaws are size jaws are size <laughs> i'm months. thinking three months that's get rich quick but in real life <laughs> yeah six minute abs yeah we'll give you the seventh minute free <laughs> dude that's awesome i'm looking forward to the changes that are, we're gonna see uh you should i mean <laughs> is it like the sanity just slowly going down <laughs> oh man <laughs> I love that. Um, Robbie, you need to open this box. Oh, okay. And by the way, just think when it works, you're going to have to play catch up and it's going to take you three months. <laughs> Robbie, when it works, are you going to purchase Jaws or Size? I'm not against it. I'll say that. I think, yeah. I, it's kind of fun. Yeah. You just sit on the couch and jaw away. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or a stand. You can do it. That's a great thing about it. You can do it anywhere. <laughs> Dude. Um, yeah, it's, you can't do it anywhere. Okay. You could get arrested at some place. So Robbie's opening it. a box right now. Actually, and this have... is a box from Nike and they gave one to Megan. Oh, I got my finger. Oh, I got my finger pinched in that. I don't have a knife. So I'm using a clip from a binder clip, like the Smart. end broken off. Smart. Um, so uh, Nike sent three boxes, one to Megan, one to myself and one to Robbie. This is the worst. Tool I this. haven't opened mine, but I saw what was in Megan's and we wanted Robbie to open up his live because we want you to see what's in this and be like, describe it for the people. Robbie. I hope it's a pair of baby alpha flies. Oh, that that's cute. I don't even have a baby, but I still Would want you it. consider having a baby <laughs> just to put alpha flies on I'd consider on it. it. Oh, it's paper, cardboard paper. Ooh, wow. That's like a... Uh, it's a very fancy box. Is that a is that mistletoe? Leaf? Is that an olive no, leaf? Uh, it might be mistletoe. That's not mistletoe. Oh, man. Better not get that near Tom. That's mistletoe. <laughs> we'll go for it. Oh, uh, yeah. With some uh, ribbon on here, a bow of some sort. In a white box. With a magnet closure. Uh-huh. Okay. There's a note. Looking forward to all that's to come in 2024. Nice touch. Ooh, a very a gentle bandana. Nike bandana. Cloth. Dude, is that it for real? <laughs> I love it. Kept looking. 
Is that the thing? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's why we wanted you to open it on air. Huh. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Is this like a table runner? Yeah. <laughs> For your head. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could do magic tricks with it. Okay. Um. <laughs> Looking forward to that. So anyways. <laughs> Let's talk about this Diodora show. Wait a second. I want his reaction here. Okay. I'm just, I'm just a little confused. That's exactly how we felt. I got the same thing, if you were wondering. What? I just don't know what it is, maybe? Go, I, yeah. Megan didn't even know it was a bandana. I thought it was a napkin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Mikey's sending her a napkin. <laughs> maybe it's a clue that goes to a bigger thing. That's what I'm thinking. I feel like this is part of a bigger campaign that we just don't understand. It's also a fancier box. It looks like a Christmas box. Does the box have a Nike emblem on it or anything? No. no. I, I'm trying to think. I'm just like, my mind, it's like one of those things where, you know, like when you're in Japan, like another country, and, and, you they, don't understand and they do that. something, and you're just like, I don't understand, like, I don't understand the meaning behind it, like, why this is a and they're custom. like, oh, this is a great honor, you just got right. to it. It's kind of like that. Yeah. So maybe we'll figure it out. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that there, this is just, you know, it's like, uh, what's that uh, show, The Glass Onion? This is the first you open the first box, yeah. and maybe you're going to end up on an island. Does it have Kipchoge's like snot on it somewhere? Ooh, mm-hmm. hey, that is it's a good fresh, reason for them green. to do a handkerchief, though. Is after Berlin, maybe yeah. they're like, "Hey, runners need a a thing." Man. Um. Okay. <laughs> what do you, have what, you guys? What watched? are you going to do with that? I don't know. I, I actually don't know. It's like one of those things where, like, you know, when you have the shoe bet, like. You get the bags, like shoes come with the shoe bags. And you keep it because you feel like you should, but then you never use like, it. And what it just can I use this? Like, what can oh, I I'm going to use it. I love, I you, you know what I use bags. bandanas for that I like? What? So here's, uh, Satisfy actually got me into it. Because when Satisfy sent me that Polar Tech yeah. um, bandana thing, yeah, I actually use that. I used it the okay. other day when it's cold out. It actually works really well. It's okay. like a, a neck warmer. Right. But in the summer... I started, I tried wearing like almost like a, I guess what they use handkerchiefs for sometimes is if you tie it around your neck and the sweat comes down, it doesn't like drench your, your shirt. Yeah. So like, yeah. Okay. If you're running, you can use a bandana that way. I got that. And I think actually we talked about this the other day with like gloves and stuff and people carrying, um, you, you were saying that you carry toilet paper with you sometimes. Yeah. If you had a bandana with you. Oh, you could just wipe with it. Satisfy? I don't know, man. And not a satisfied one. That, <laughs> that'd be an expensive, yeah. yeah, expensive trip, man. Anyways, we could figure out this mystery. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see if there's any more clues coming. What would be the next thing if you're thinking bandana? Um, cowboy hat. Yeah, cowboy hat or a six shooter. Spurs. If they send it, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, sterling silver spurs. Uh huh. That'd be nice. Final check-in. Mm. If you're listening to this on Saturday, maybe it's too late. Maybe you missed the party. That's all right. Summer Grit is coming. Just make sure you're in Baltimore for the Summer Grit party if you're not going to be there for the Winter Grit party. Winter Grit party is fun, though, because you get all cozy. Gonna, we're doing it in the Ministry of Brewing. 
it's a cool church and it's warm inside. Everybody's having a good time. We're having a great time. If you're listening to this while you're at the party, that's really weird. So turn it off and socialize. Talk to you later. Did you see that movie called The Society of the Snow? Mm-mm. So apparently it's up for, it might be up for a lot of awards come Oscars, like a dark horse. It's on Netflix. It's kind of like broken. Society of the Snow? Yeah, it's about the the rugby crew that crashed in the Andes Mountains. Mm. Do you remember that? Did they eat themselves? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. Like it is one of the most horrifying movies, suspenseful, horrifying that you could watch. I'm not going to watch that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're not gonna know. watch. It? I should. I, pro- it's a I, really, I it's a really good movie. Maybe I'll watch it. Uh, like I wanted to see Saltburn, so I showed Megan oh, yeah. the trailer for that. She's like, mm. I. So I've heard about that. I haven't really watched the. Maybe I'll watch the trailer. Yeah. See, it, what's that on? I haven't seen the Slow Horses. I heard that's good. Slow Horses. Mm-hmm. Is that another? Is that the name of it? Yeah. Okay. And that's on Netflix as well. Um. Yeah. I. I'd say it's a pretty good, I mean, it's a story that's been covered a lot, but just like the idea of being in the cold for two months without any supplies. Cause they were just flying from one place to another. They didn't bring winter clothes. They're from a coast. It's like us going to Orlando. They're from a coastal town that has like, it's like San Francisco weather or whatever. And then they just go to like, you just imagine crashing there and you're stuck there for, so you're there for two months. How how long do you wait to start eating people? I mean, the thing is, is in the mountains, it's so cold that you're losing calories way faster because you're shivering. Yeah. Because they're at 12,000, 11,000 feet of elevation. Mm-hmm. And it gets down to negative 20 degrees at night. And so I don't think it was that long. It's like a couple of weeks. Uh, oh, a couple of weeks seems pretty long. I think it might have been like 17 days. Like maybe people start dying. Yeah, I mean, there's already people that died in the crash. And they're kept in a refrigerator. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, it's not like spoiled meat. So to speak. How did they cook them? Dude, they didn't. That's the crazy thing. They just ate them raw? Yeah. Sushi style? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. And they had two, um, there's two guys that volunteered to do the work. And then so they, nobody had to see who was. Getting being eaten. like which person they knew because they were all fr- like the whole plane was like people they knew each other because it was a f- like project. yeah but i'd be like i haven't seen robbie in a long while <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like you'd be pretty you'd go for me pretty quickly no i i, I think i would starve to death i'd be eaten before i think i would eat oh people. really the ironic thing is that the way that a lot of them just i mean at that point you're justifying anything but because a lot of them were catholic when you the body the, of Christ. Yeah, it was like Eucharist. Yeah, and it's the justification was like, uh, "Greater love hath no man than to lay down his life for a friend." And then if you could like, because that's in the Bible. And then if you translate that to like the, the when you're taking the Eucharist, that you're yeah, you'll justify anything at a certain point. Yeah, you'll find a way. No, I'm I'm thinking at first. I don't like it too cold, and two, I'd just be like, I don't know. I'm bored. And so I just. I know, that's kind of what I thought too. <laughs> I'm going to go freeze. Like, I'd be like, you know what? Let's I'll start just, walking. Yeah. Find me later. Well, that's eventually what happened then. Did they get out when they walked? And for two months, nobody thought of that? Uh, well, it wasn't possible because it was like, it's still the middle of winter. Like, so towards the end of winter, I think it was war- a little bit warmer. And then they didn't, they found some more supplies like 
very far away. Turns out there was a restaurant <laughs> like three meters. There was actually some stuff that wasn't too far away, like 10 miles that was like an abandoned resort that they could have. But you had no idea. Like there's no way you could find that. But see, that's the thing. Like if I came down to I got to eat a person. Yeah. Or like maybe look around. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking around. I'll die in the snow. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to say either way. Get judged on this podcast. I, I could see you eating people. Yeah. I mean, if it comes down to it. Just like you'd probably be like, I'll tell Jarrett later how good this leg tastes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Jarrett. Speaking went, of which. I want Jarrett on that trip with me. I, I, I have all these. So the boys eat at Chick-fil-A every once in a while, and I don't normally eat there. Yeah. But I have all these points from ordering them food. Uh -oh. So the other day I got a spicy deluxe chicken sandwich yeah. for free. Nice. That's a good. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how it works with inflation because I think the points stay the same, but the price of a meal at Chick-fil-A has gone through the roof. Has it? It's insane. I mean, they could charge anything they want at this point. True, but it's like 10 bucks for a normal meal at this point. That is a weird thing. I didn't I didn't realize, like, we don't eat out that often. And you think of fast food is, like, inexpensive right we ordered something for the boys the other day and it was like 50 bucks i think it was chick-fil-a wasn't okay. it probably i mean i saw a good deal in a, a wendy's commercial over did you see that commercial during the football it was like you get a junior bacon cheese like fries a drink and i think a six-piece nugget for five bucks that's a crazy good deal right now yeah that's so, crazy <laughs> so like i'm thinking i might have to switch up the game chick-fil-a is a little too Bougie. Too old, too pricey. Too bougie for him. Yeah. It's coming like Ruth Chris. <laughs> I can't remember if Wendy's charged extra for sauces though. That's the only thing that's really nice that's about Chick Fil A. I can get I can get away without sauces though. That's like the reason people like Chick Fil A, is the sauces. Yeah, yeah. that's like. All right. Remember when they charged us extra for the at Popeyes for the sauces? I know that I would just want to get out of there alive. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the. We went to a, a real good Popeyes here in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, didn't someone get in a fight while we were there? Yes. Yeah. And the floor, you couldn't, like, if you needed to escape, you weren't escaping. Oh, yeah. You're you gonna, would do that cartoon. You look like Roadrunner or Wiley Coyote. The one by the um, the paintings, the wall paintings in Baltimore? Uh, we no, went, no. It's up on Route 40. Do you know where Clifton Park is? Yeah. It's near Clifton Park. Remember the one that when we were doing a photo shoot at Robbie's wedding? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, no, no, no. That's on North Ave. At my wedding? No, not yours. Oh. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, the other Robbie. That's no. that's North Ave where we were. You're talking about Graffiti Alley. That's, that's off it. off of North Avenue. Oh, that's a different one. Um, no, this one was like if it's I north was. north of Highland Town. Yeah. Yeah, okay. if I was taking Got the boys it. home and I was Got going it. through like Clifton Park. Okay, we only need more people with that. Let's talk about this Deodora shoot. Okay, yeah. All right. So you can check out. Already, it'll be up by the time this podcast is is or, uh, is live. Robbie and I already did our first thoughts. I actually have quite a few miles in this. I don't know how many miles do you have in it, Meg. I think I probably have over twenty, but they're all treadmill miles, so I got to take it out on the roads. I have twenty six on them, maybe twenty seven, and I'm really blown away because Deodor is usually pretty close with shoes, but just not there. Like the foams are a little bit behind this and that. The look of the shoes are always great. And we've liked some of them because of the way that you can use them for like kind of crossover between it's a shoe that you can wear fashion and you can wear right. for running. So there, it definitely has been good enough for that. 
but it's not something that I would consider a performance shoe or be like, that's my long run Saturday shoe. Um, but, but now I was going to say this one feels great. And I, I picked it up and I mean, I just love the way Diodora shoes look like you were saying. Um, but it's so light. And so what I did is I took all my race day shoes that are in my current rotation because uh-huh. I wasn't sure if it was like actually that light. And it is lighter than every single one except for the Alpha Fly 3. Really? Yeah. Whoa. See, for me, it weighed the exact same as the upcoming Endorphin Speed Pro. You mean Endorphin Pro, Pro, Pro 4? 4, yeah. That is what I mean. It was 0.1 ounces lighter okay. than that one. So that was pretty close. Um but yeah, it's super light. I really like this Anima PBX. Anima. Anima. That's all right. Anima PBX. It's it's PBX. Yeah. So and it is PBX. It's not PBA, and it feels really good. It's their blend of of PBX. Has a carbon plate. It's a race day shoe. The upper is really nice. It's it's this Matrix upper, which I'm I wasn't familiar with, but Robbie was telling me that it's. That's a brand that basically has been in a lot of mm-hmm. trail shoe stuff. This it's, the front part, Robbie, reminds me of a shoe coming out later this year that we can't talk about yet. But their race day shoe has a very similar material on it as this as the toe box that this shoe has. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Matrix, just so you know, uh, Matrix is made of individually coated poly. poly polyamide and kevlar yarns so kevlar is what bulletproof vests are made out of so it's like very durable but it's also incredibly breathable and allows um like your sweat and stuff to evaporate so it's like it's used in a lot of high-end trail shoes i know that because of the durability aspect um like solomon uses it in some of their shoes and merrill so yeah so it's a really nice upper and you have those race day laces like you have with the Vaporfly where it's got the little knobs on the side to keep it tied. They It doesn't have a um, gusseted tongue, but it does have like a double lace. Uh, what do they call these? Lace garage? Nothing isn't lace. Uh, I don't know. Lace stays? I yeah. It's got a double one of those. Overall, the fit I think is really nice. It fits true to size. So this is a 10 and a half. Fits just right. And I just think it's a really nice shoe. Yeah. I did uh, some 800s on the treadmill and then this morning and they felt great. Yeah. I used it for a 15 mile uh, run on Saturday where we had notched down on paces and it just felt smooth. What I do like about it too is that when I was starting off, I was starting off with slower paces and moved to the faster paces. And it was one of those shoes where I didn't feel like it was like, yeah, bad. Too uh, harsh. uh, Yeah. It it is felt pretty stable. Um, I don't know. I, I this is pretty exciting, and I know that Diodora has other products coming out this year that are going to be, again, playing around with some of the foams that yeah. they've used and and hopefully improving the performance across the board. I mean, it's crazy that pretty much anybody these days has a good race day shoe. Yeah, it, I mean, from the time where it was like, yeah, you had one choice. Like if you that came out. I mean, honestly, even two years ago, this two years ago, or yeah, two years ago would be like this is the craziest shoe ever. Now it's it's just it's just as good as anything else. That's I was gonna thing. say that it actually the the cushioning and the the carbon fiber plate combo kind of reminded me of the SC Elite. Like 
the softness I could, was similar. I could see that. Yeah. I So I will put this in the tier of shoes that would be New Balance SE Elite uh, 4, mm-hmm. the Saucony Endorphin Pro 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'd put it in with the Rocket X2 because I feel like the Rocket X2 is a little bit lighter. I don't I think know it's that about, it is. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's, about it's the same. same. Okay, then I'll throw it in. I'll throw it in with the Rocket X2. I, I feel like there's a nice middle section of shoes now that I, I kind of feel like you have Piba shoes or P-back shoes. Uh-huh. And you have shoes like the Alpha Fly. So I would go top tier for me, my personal. I would go Alpha Fly 3, you know, with the mm-hmm. Zoom X backs and the AirPods. And then there's like a tier of shoes underneath of it. And underneath that would be the Vaporfly. I put this shoe, the New Balance, yeah, the, the Saucony. There's a f- bunch of shoes that fit in that section. And then there's the ones that aren't using Piva that I don't feel like quite Brooks, make it. Brooks Hyperion Elite. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Brooks Hyperion Elite, there's other ones that aren't using. I, I, I Look, I... I think that Puma has some nice. I, I I think the Fast R two is fun to run in. I think it has some pop and bounce, but the ones that aren't using Pbacks and like I'm a little nervous for their update to the Deviate Nitro uh-huh. Elite because I don't think I don't think it's Pbacks still. I mean I could be wrong. Did you see that Puma actually released? Oh, by the way, the 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 Gara Carbon shoe we're talking about that comes out in february 29th on february 29th for 300 dollars. so it's a little bit pricier so it's deodore though like i feel like there's some sort of brand like i know people like had deodore in the 80s and then or 90s and stuff and it, it, they didn't but i think they're coming back as so, sort of a premium uh shoe and really leaning on their italian design and uh, heritage so yeah it's not gonna have they're not making as many shoes as some of the other brands so you're gonna pay a little more uh did you see that puma came out came out with the fast droid like it actually came out that big fat one yeah that's so ridiculous looking who's that for 350 dollars. yeah yeah did people buy it i don't i mean they're sold out of some of the sizes fast droid yeah it sounds i wouldn't want anything that sounds like a hemorrhoid um, and this is a race day shoe yes. or is this a fashion shoe? I don't, it's supposed to be a running shoe. I think it's supposed to be their answer to like the Primax. Prim- yeah. I got you. It's insane. Like it's like, let's blow this out the water. Oh dude, speaking of. Can you see if the Nitro Elite, okay. DB oh, Elite. Man, I forgot I want to talk about this. It's going to be P-Bex. We can still talk about it. People, people don't care how long we go. The DB Elite does have P-Bex in the heel now. It didn't before. The Elite does in the heel, not in the forefoot. I think both. Uh, I can't remember quite off the top of my head. No, what I was going to talk about, and I probably should talk about this earlier, but the whole Nick Bear thing, like people are like... Mad at us for not knowing who he is? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. The last person on Instagram I'm following is a fitfluencer. Like, do I look like I have any interest? Look at my body right now. Do I look like I have any interest in following someone who lifts weights? What What? did they call him? A something athlete? Hybrid. A hybrid athlete. Well, somebody went on a rant that there's no such thing as a hybrid athlete. Because there isn't. You're just an athlete. Yeah, you're right. uh, Well, it's called fitness. A hybrid strength. It said to be fit, you have to be able to lift weights. You can't be fit and not be able to lift weights. And you can't be fit and not be able to run. 
So it's like, wait, you just, is that a riddle? This one guy <laughs> no. was. This one guy was on a oh. rant, rant. Okay. Yeah, but I was just like, he, I. I don't. I don't know anything about him. Like I know, I've seen him. I have seen him before. Now that I saw, like, yeah. now that I actually looked it up, I was like, okay, I do know who he is. But I was just like, yeah, there's. This has zero. None of this is any part of what I'm interested in. So why would I know who? Like, yeah. Well, I feel like the we. I have that person in Matt Choi, and that's the person I follow for that kind of yeah content. Why would I follow? I maybe because he's just been around for so long too. You just assume that you would know who he is. Right. Uh, which like I don't sound seems well, like and he fine. has a million followers. Yeah, so I guess. I mean, and like I said, I I do recall now having seen his content and stuff. I'm just like I just don't follow him. Let me see what he looks like. Um, which, by the way, apparently he's also from Palmyra, PA, which is where I lived from the age of one to five. Mm. Uh, so we probably lifted weights together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he probably played in the alley. Wouldn't it be crazy house. if you guys went to the same nursery school? How old is he? Um, let me see. Nick Bear age. Oh, so he's a lot younger. Wow, he's only thirty three. I thought he was. He just seemed older than that. Uh, so yeah, he's was not living in the same time I was. I mean, not living in the town the same time I was. I I definitely have seen him before for yeah. sure. Um. But yeah, he does a lot of like he has a supplement company. Yeah, uh, I think he's it. been on like Rogue. I think he's been on Rogan, like stuff like that. Yeah. He has his own podcast, so I definitely remember seeing him before and hearing him. Um, like he's been on Cam Haynes' podcast and stuff. There he is with Harvey Lewis. So he seems cool. Like obviously he's like very dedicated to like working out. <laughs> I mean, he looks insane. Yeah, he's jacked. Dude, he's lifting weights in the street and running. Sub two forty marathons. Oh my gosh! If I tried that, I would actually break all my bones in my body, <laughs> lifting lifting that much weight. All right. Anyways, but uh, maybe that'd be cool if you could come on the podcast. You might be too big for us. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Is anyone too big for us? Taylor Swift. I don't know. We've had we've had. Uh, I mean, I I I feel like when we had um, Iliad. Iliad on on that's that is he true. sets the bar pretty high. That's crazy. We had Iliad Kipchoge on here back when we were clowning around, basically yeah. filming in our house during. COVID. And the fact <laughs> was that was back when nobody had him. Like I felt right. like we were the only person we were with him. We actually were. And then yeah, I mean that he's pretty big. I think Daniel Fang from, you know, Turnstile, Dirt Anders. Yeah, Anders man, Anders is a superstar. He's yeah. like a real. Star. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Nick Bear seems cool. Sorry for not knowing him. Or we'll we'll in, do better. Intimately knowing his training regimens. Yeah. I do. I do. It, it, it's like a parallel universe. Yeah. Like we're it. Like we're not going to CrossFit or you know or a, lifting a gym weights. at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Dude, I, don't I am lifting weights these the, days. But I've stepped like, in a gym like twice over the last 10 years, and that's because my kids had swim lessons there. <laughs> I'm about the same, but it was because I did that stupid try, and they had to swim in a pool. Oh, yeah. But, same, but that was another thing. time that I was like, Megan loves doing this. Like, uh, I'm like, I was, I had already done the first try. And I was like, okay, we'll go to the pool. I'll show you the ropes. And, like, she was a better swimmer, like, immediately. Uh -huh. I'm a hybrid athlete. She really is. <laughs> Freaking mermaid. 
By the way, right. you see these dots on the back? I've decoded them. Of the Diodora shoe? Yeah. Is that Braille? No, it's better. Oh, better than Braille. Not okay. possible. Look at the Diodora logo. Yeah. Count yeah. the balls. Uh, One, two, three, four, five. Is that right? Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. And they're spaced out a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So it's Diodora just in dots. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Sure, yeah. All right. Um, they just invented a new language. Yes. Oh, well, I, I love it. They If you look at design in general, it usually goes from complicated to simple, uh-huh. especially even with logos. Like, the better you're known, the more, like, you get rid of the name. Like, Under Armour doesn't have to put the Under Armour underneath Under Armour anymore. It's just the yeah. locked UA. Um, Nike can get away with just the swoosh, as you can see from your handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know what this is. I don't know who, who sent that. But yeah, so the the more well known you get, the, you can simplify it down and be recognized. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. All right. That's we it for this hopefully week. we're having a great time at the grit party. Well, tomorrow, so you can still come out to it if you're yeah. listening to this yeah. on Friday. And then hopefully we'll see some of you in Orlando. Yep. In Orlando. Yep. Anything else after that that's coming up? I don't know. Do you know who we're we'll hanging out in with next. in Orlando? Oh, you know who's coming to the party too? You got Herm Runs. Yeah. Robbie. Not you. Yeah. The other one. Yeah. Okay. Guy, yeah. Let's okay. just clarify that for everyone. <laughs> All right. We need to wrap right. this up. All right. It's making sense anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, Have right. a good Friday, everyone. Peace. If you're listening to it on Friday. And then we'll be in Orlando. Bye, Mom. With Bye. Mag. Bye.